there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Don't wait. This exclusive offer ends soon. Download the app and use the promo code VEASAN when you sign up. That easy. VEASAN must be 21. DraftKings.com for full details. So I thought the trade deadline in Major League Baseball over the past couple of days, actually, Paulie, I thought it was pretty intense. And I thought it was lively. A lot of action going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Soto deal came in. I owe you lunch. Maybe I'll buy you uh, Freddy's. You've never been there before. Good. All right. That's a some plan. point. Um, but I, I was driving around yesterday, and I heard Jim Bowden, who's a former GM and uh, now been doing media for a long, long time. This is like basically when the trade was happening and when it was going to go through, he said on the air, it's the greatest return in the history of baseball. What the Nationals got back for Juan Soto and Josh Bell. And he called... He basically said they could not have gotten five better prospects. And then he said they're, they're essentially all elite. Now, I would say this. Uh, as a come back to that, and you see the list right there on the screen, Mackenzie Gore, Abrams, Hasselwood, Sosuna. Um, 
how many of those players actually turn out to be stars right. at the Major League Baseball level? Right. That's One, what, maybe yeah. two? That's why you have to go for it. It's a precedent that this happened, that he's an all-star, and to be traded in the middle of the season and 23 years old. Question we'll get to, you know, can they pay all these guys, uh, which we'll examine coming up. But you don't know. And, and a team, remember, all these, quote, stars and great minor league system the Dodgers have had, well, it's worked out for them. It did. Now they they traded Alvarez and Cruz. Now that could, that's going to come back to bite them. But that's why you have to go for it. I think if you're the Padres, you will now have a chance, and you see the movement down to the nine to one, ten to one to win the World Series. But you had to go for this, and you get a guy who's 23 years old, and you lock him up long term. It's a great move because you you don't know about these guys, and I do know about Soto, one of the best players in baseball. And again, I felt he should have won the MVP last sure. year. So to, again. Like, there's an old saying that says, uh, you know, you're not betting teams, you're betting numbers. Mm-hmm. I was able to grab Padres 9-1, to one, just that number alone, to win the National League yesterday when this was unfolding. I know that the day before that they were 22-1 to one to win the World Series and as high as 11-1, to one, so I missed 11, but I thought 9 was still pretty good when everybody was moving to 4, 5, 6-1 to one to win the National League. And uh, you're looking at World Series odds right now, they're down to 11-1. to one. We just had their roster up. I mean, their roster is absolutely sensational. And yep. by the way... A lot of talk last night, and this does, you know, the whole thing about the Mets getting DeGrom back at the deadline. So they basically acquired him. Okay. Well, not only did the Padres get Soto and Bell in that deal, eventually they're going to be getting Tatis back to go to that uh, lineup. And they added Josh Hader. Drury. Yeah, absolutely. Brandon Drury, another one. Yep. So, look, maybe as of right now, they're still the fourth best team in the National League. But I would come back and say, okay, well, where did you have the Braves going into the playoffs last year in the National League? Fourth best? Because they weren't better than the Dodgers, they were not better than the Giants, and they weren't better than the Brewers. Yep. But did they beat Milwaukee and L.A.? They sure as hell did, and they won the whole thing. Yeah, they better make the playoffs, number one, which I think they will do, uh, the way the Giants are playing. Uh, I throw them out, and then uh, they should be able to hang on there. And the other thing, but, but this is if you go back full season now, the take out the pandemic year, Full season, they haven't made the playoffs since 06. So they have to, they wanted to end that as well. And it's also refreshing. This is the 27th market, and they're going for it. So this small market, we don't have money business, good for them. Now, the other question is can they pay everybody? Because now you, you locked up Machado, you locked up uh, Tatis, you gave Musgrove 100 million, and uh, Soto's going to want 40 million a year, maybe more, $500 million when it's all said and done. So can you pay everybody? But certainly what the, fu- the, what the future looks bright for the Padres and if they keep him. And I guess if he has a great run, you could flip him and get prospects back in a couple years too. But they're in part of that big six. And you, you put the odds up again. They're right there. And imagine if we get Atlanta-San Diego or, or Mets-Padres because they're not catching the Dodgers. But if that's the first round best of sure. three, my God, sure. someone's going home there. Think about the disappointment there. No, I, I will tell you that some of these other teams in the National League, and did you see Strider last night, 13 strikeouts? Uh-huh. Okay, so like Dodgers, Mets, maybe the Braves, they ha- they might have an edge over the Padres when it comes to pitching overall with the rotation. But for the opposing teams that will take on the Padres, how are you going to not navigate like the very top of that order? Like when, when you're looking at that, the buzzsaw you're going to have to go through with, that's going to include Tatis, Machado, Soto, Bell. Cronenworth mm-hmm. is having a nice season. Profar has been red hot. Grisham with a home run last night. Right. Uh, you know, all year long we've been talking about where are the easy outs in the Dodgers lineup, rightfully so. Well, as of right now, where where are the easy outs coming from in the Padres lineup? 
Like that's not going to be easy for anybody because it's, if it, you get yeah. by a guy like Tatis, fine, and then Machado, but there's Soto waiting for you. Hard to beat that trio. Probably the best trio in baseball. You might get argument with Yankee fans with what they have, but I, I'm still. You do you really trust the rotation in October though? I mean, must not necessarily. Darby, yeah, no, I don't. Right, that, that, no. But it's yep. But it's going to be a fantastic playoffs and, and good moves. I like what the Phillies did. They get Thor, Robertson, and Marsh, too. Phillies did a good job. You have to like what they did. Yeah, Phillies took it. Uh, you're disappointed in the Blue Jays. I am. Uh, I guess the asking price was too high on Rodon. But uh, f- uh, the Blue Jays, a lot of guys on the team frustrated. They didn't They didn't make some moves. But Astros got better. Phillies got better. Padres, no doubt, got better. Big move there. And I love the fact, yeah, we're not going to use this market exi- market size as an excuse and give up. No. And they're they're going for it. Atlanta getting a Glacius. I like that move. The, the Blue Jays, though, get Merrifield. I mean, what, can he play? And now he's catching a lot of heat because he said, well, well, if it's a playoff if spot, it, I might get back. So then people in Kansas City were pissed. Sure. But right. wait a second. But now, it, you know, what, what's going to happen with his playing status going to the Blue Jays if the guy's going to get the shot? Right. Uh the market thing, it's always driven me nuts. Right. All these owners are, they have more money than they know what to do with. Uh, most of them are billionaires. So, like, the small market nonsense that you've heard for 30 years, th- there is no such thing as a small market. I mean, if you want to go by population, fine. That's kind of ridiculous at this point, though, because they have more money, again, than than God. And they, it's just, it comes down to how much ownership and management, how much they want to win and how much money they want to spend. Oakland doesn't have to do this. They don't have to. But they elect to do it because they still make money. I mean, the Astros mm-hmm. did this for a long time. I mean, it was seven, eight years ago when they, you could do a head count for people in the stands. Oh, we're not going to spend money. This sucks. You know, we don't, we're a small, you know, that, I love hearing that, by the way. Like a, a top four market. Eh, we're, we're not the Yankees. We're not bull, bull, bull crap. You could be if you want to be. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at this right now with the Padres at number 27 overall in, in terms of market size. They don't, what, so what's the window, do you think? Where they can maybe, if they can pay everybody? Is it, or be, is it two, no, Two and a half years? If they can't, if, if they if, if they can't pay them, yes, yeah. But I mean, the sky's the limit if they lock all those guys up. I mean, now you're giving you're paying the entire forty four million uh, on the Hosmer deal. Yeah, to ship him out with going yeah. to Boston. By the way, there was speculation yeah. yesterday near the end of the deadline. So this is uh, coming up to six o'clock Eastern that the Yankees were going to get Pablo Lopez from the Marlins. Like a ton of stuff was taken off at that point, and then it just all of a sudden whoosh, hit yep. a brick wall. No, it did not happen. Yeah, it's a shame what happened in Baltimore too. And I know they're they're frustrated. The purge continued yesterday as well. They dealt the closer and uh, traded. Oh, good some job other by pieces, the Twins. Yeah, sure. To be honest, it, yeah. they grabbed a lot of guys yeah. yesterday. I don't know what's going to happen in that division, right? Uh, Twins made some nice moves, but Baltimore here has the winning record. What are they two back? They're two and a half games out, and yeah. it's like, okay, that's it. See you next year. They're that, still. That, that, that's frustrating. Uh, I know that uh, they were around 20 to one two days ago to make the playoffs. What if out of spite, these players are just like, no, could be. We're still going to go out there and play our asses oh, off you, and win as you, many games as possible. Yep. I mean, that, that, and that, again, that prop that William Hill put up about who's going to get the final wild card. You got the Jays in Seattle. Good win for the, uh, the Mariners. I, I don't know about the Rays. The Rays have a one-game lead over Cleveland. One and a half, excuse me, over Baltimore. There's the White Sox and Red Sox sitting there at two back. Remember, the Rays have a brutal schedule. The White Sox have a lot of those easy games. Red Sox have a tough schedule, but at least they're showing some fight. Uh, and then the, what the all the moves the Orioles made, and then it'll come down to Philly and St. Louis in the National League to get in there. But I'm still looking at a Minnesota or Chicago to grab that third wild card. I don't think the Rays are going to get it. 
And you can find six, seven to one on, on that price. Because I think Chicago and I, I think Cleveland will fall back at some point. Okay, we're gonna give me your playoff teams yep. in the American League. Well, it's gonna be the Jays, Seattle, because of the easy schedule. And I'll go with either the White Sox or Twins, whoever doesn't win the division. So two teams on the central then. Yeah. That's all that yeah. And I think Boston schedule's too tough. Ray's too tough. Uh, you're going to say no to the Orioles then? Baltimore's done? Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Those tra- making all those trades, yes. Um, and then, obviously, Atlanta, San Diego. Assuming Atlanta's won the division. But I would have to lean St. Louis over Philly because of the schedule, and they have the 20 easy games remaining. Yeah. Although, with I, the Cardinals. Again, I, th- I thought the Phillies really, really did a good job no, they yesterday. Did. Yeah. I thought they were one of the, the better teams, actually, overall in baseball. I don't know. Maybe this is wishful thinking, and I don't have any bets on the Orioles to uh, make the playoffs. I would, I would love to see that team sneak in. Oh, I sure. Really would. Would. Yeah, that'd be great. But with all the, the tough schedule, I don't think it's going to happen. Did the Mets hold off the Braves divisions. to win the East? I think they will. Getting the ground back, yes. Let me give you those updated numbers, too, because that, that's a creative prop. I like that. Phillies plus 180 to grab the final wild card. St. Louis 2-1. to one. Padres plus 350. I don't think they're going to fall that far back now. Brewers 8-1. to one. They blow the division. Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. Brewers eight to one might be the play. You think so? Cardinals could overtake them and win the Central, and the Brewers could easily okay. get that spot. Then all right, AL Mariners plus two fifty, Rays plus two seventy five. Red Sox are the third choice. There's a bunch of teams in front of them. Boston six to one, Twins plus six fifty, White Sox plus seven fifty. No respect for the Orioles twelve to one, way down the list. Cleveland's eight to one. Good prop. Do you, do you see a number on the Orioles just to make the playoffs? I guess, and if they make it, can uh-huh. they be any higher than oh, the third wild yeah. card? It's sixteen to one. It's sixteen to one to make it. A big move on the Padres now with the trade. They're now uh, one to eleven to make it. Well, you might. The Brewers eight to one. That could happen. That could absolutely. Did you see happen. the comp? Not happy. They traded Hater. A lot of guys. You see Devin Williams' reaction? I saw, I saw Two it. that minute yeah. video. He was like almost speechless. Uh huh. See how that'll play. You never know. It can go both ways. We will remember a legend. Maybe the best of all time coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, late last night, uh, for those of you on the East Coast, the passing of a legend, the best baseball play by play guy in the history of the sport, Vince Scully, passed away at the age of uh, 94 years old, called Dodgers games for 67 years. And he might be one of the only guys in history for any sport to still kind of go out on top. Because yeah. he still had his fastball. Absolutely. In his, like, upper 80s. Yep. He also did Connie Mack games all the way to Urias, who was born uh, in 1996. I don't even know how Think to. Think about that. God. Uh, he Four consecutive home runs by the Dodgers, September of 2006. The only time in franchise history that happened. He called three perfect games and 20 no-hitters. <laughs> 20 no-hitters. Dodgers' first game in Los Angeles at the Coliseum, 1958. Their return to the Coliseum in 2008. 115,000 were there. World Championship seasons in 59, 63, 65, 81, and 88. The Drysdale and the Hershiser scoreless inning streaks. Aaron's 715th career home run that broke the Babes record in 1974. The Bonds home runs the, the for the record. And Game 6, Buck, the Buckner game. We played the Gibson home earlier. run earlier yep. uh, as well from 88 to go deep off Eckersley. So as I mentioned, three perfect games, 20 no-hitters. Here's one of them with Fernando. Fernando ready in the strike two pitch is hit back to the box, dribbling to second. Samuel on the bag, close to first double play. Fernando Valenzuela has pitched a no hitter at 10:17 in the evening of June the 29th, 1990. If you have a sombrero, throw it to the sky. <laughs> there it is, and the dub the double header. Back-to-back games on ESPN, right? I was watching it that night. Dave Stewart followed by Fernando. Fernando. On national television. Imagine that. Oh, um, God. The best storyteller as Paul, well. Paulie. I mean, it's just a... 
think about this. Major In the history of Major League Baseball, we've had 23 perfect games. This guy called three of them. Mm. I don't know if that's more impressive or calling 20 no-hitters. We played the Gibson home run earlier, like you said. Just, I mean. Go to YouTube. There's a 10-minute clip, 9-minute clip up there of just the whole sequence playing out, the whole inning. Gibson, get ready. Is he going to pinch hit? What's going to happen? Describing it. Letting it breathe after the home run. Let the fans go crazy. Very key. Yep. It's a broadcasting clinic. So he Here, he will be missed. Here's yep. one more. Uh, Vin on the call when Hank Aaron broke the all-time home run record. One ball and no strikes. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive in the deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone. A marvelous moment for baseball. What a marvelous moment for Atlanta and the state of Georgia. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the deep south for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. And it is a great moment for all of us, and particularly for Henry Aaron. God, he just he just got it. He understood the moment all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect example right there. Mm. Yeah, very sad news. 94 years old. RIP to the, uh, the best to ever do it. As for today's card, you cannot handicap human emotion. Well, they got it done last night, right? No. Yeah, almost blew the six-run lead, and it is Urias who's going against Cobb. And you want they are on a run here. I mean, this they beat them. Uh, Giants have lost six in a row now to the Dodgers, and the Dodgers is now 70 wins, 70 and 33, number one in the league in ERA, and I think they keep it going. And I just I just don't like how the Giants are playing. And neither do I. Well, especially what they did against Webb the other night. The bats, the sticks have been great for the Dodgers. And I think they stay on a roll, and they win as well. I really wonder what the Giants were asking for, right? As yeah, a return it was, it was for a Carlos lot. Rodon Apparently, yesterday. it was a lot, right? That yeah, must have been and massive. Went back to, yeah, I have to. My guy Perez is going, which I know the Rangers are in a funk. Uh, they've already taken money. It opened a dollar forty-five. You're seeing one sixty now. Uh, Orioles are a perfect five and zero against them this year. He is this run that they're on. He is uh, eighteen of his twenty-one starts on the season. He's allowed three earned runs or fewer. He's 9-2 with a 2-5-0 ERA. But 15 of his last 17 starts, the Rangers have won. So they're, they're scuffling. And the Orioles have had their number this year and trying to sweep them again for the season. Yep. But this guy has been great. And to be 15-2 and two run in his starts, they get up for these games. And now you, it's $1.60, but I, I like Texas and, and Perez and the, the great season he's had this year. I think today's card is uh, fantastic. Phillies at the Braves, a good example here of a dynamite pitching matchup. Wheeler goes against Morton. Taking money. I Morton's saw, up to 150. I saw the opener. Yeah, Morton minus 145 yep. last night, seven yep. and a half here. I don't know. I think that uh, that's probably on the screen right now. You're seeing $1.35, so shop around. Kind of like the Phillies at this plus price today. Yep, so do I. He's $1.50 at uh, Bet Rivers. The head to head 6 5 Atlanta now, too. So that's why, again, I favor the Cardinals to get that other play if they don't catch the Brewers. Just because the Phillies have a lot of Mets and, and Braves left, and St. Louis has a lot of Chicago, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati. Now, how about uh, this matchup? Yeah. Mariners. Mm-hmm. Here we go. In New York, taking on the Yankees. It's Castillo making his first start for the M's. He gets Garrett Cole today, and on the bump, um, Cole opened up last night around $1.65 that I saw. Total is 
Now look at this. I was going to actually ask you, too short? A lot of people evidently think so. You're looking at $1.90 here with the Yankees. Yeah. Where are you at with Cole? He's been up and down, but that's... uh... I I think he's good. I I don't think he's great. I think he can be great. Yeah, maybe the pressure gets to Castile. That could happen, too. They Uh, gave up a fortune for him. So he's got some pressure on him. Now. I was going to say on the opening price yeah. last night, I would I did not bet the Yankees. I looked at the Yankees, did not bet them at a dollar sixty-five. I would not take the Mariners today at that number. I, I would yeah. I would need much more than where it's at right now to take All the Mariners. Right. So I like Texas. I also have a couple good stats and tidbits here. How about this from Ralph Michaels? Bassett goes for the Mets. Now I know it's 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 two thirty. I know what happened last night. He's won fifteen in a row when he's been a dollar sixty-five favorite or higher. Toys that under the radar. Wow. 15 in a row for Bassett. So he goes against Sanchez and the Nats, and we'll see if the, the Mets come in with a, a bad taste in their mouth after what happened. For whatever, they just they don't hit the Grom. They just don't hit when a guy bitches. Uh, but we'll see if, the, if that streak continues. And Otani's going as well. They are 6-2 and two against the A's so far, and the A's are now 39-66. and 66. He can have to have been playing good ball. But Otani goes for the Angels. Um in that one, well, he's, look, a, he's a big price too. He is uh, two fifty at home tonight. Well, his last couple of starts, they give him no run support, right? And he was uh, he lost last week, where he was awesome. Eleven Ks, they left him in, and uh, that might have been the start before, but he was still really, really good. Got beat up um, and lost the game. Now tonight, again, I can't. I'm sorry, the guy can go out there and be great. I would get creative rather than laying this big number with the Angels today. We saw with the Grom last night in the Mets. Yeah. Came out. Yep. He was he was awesome, but no run support for that guy. Yep. And uh, so today, another game. What do you want to do with the Marlins against the Reds? I was going to ask you because they've lost nine in a row. We mentioned it earlier. They cannot hit. Eleven of the last thirteen games held the three runs or fewer. But now it's it's uh, Sandy going, and an ERA still under two. But coming off a bad, his worst effort of the season against the Mets. Sure. He's had problems against the Mets. Everyone else, he just. No problem. But again, he, he, you, if you, you have the Sandy tickets, you got uh, the one guy who can catch him is Burns, and Burns didn't pitch well last night. He did not. They got to him. The, the right. Pirates eventually got to him. Yep. I would ask you this. Uh, would you look at the team total under for either or both of these teams, maybe a first, high, uh, first five under as well? The Reds team total in the game, how about this? The total on the game is seven. The Reds team total is two and a half. The Marlins team total is three and a half. So something's missing there. It's a full run that's missing. Mm. So that's odd. Um, but do you want to go Marlins under 3.5 plus 105? If you're betting right now... Can't, the, they, can't they get to minor? Can't you get something going? Can't, can't, Paul, it's been well, how long now? Yeah, I know. 11, it's bad. If you're betting, put it this yep. way, if you're betting Marlins team total under the last couple of weeks, you're like on one of the best tears of the entire baseball season. They can't score runs. Mm-hmm. The kid who went for him yesterday had 11 strikeouts. He gave up two runs early. That was all the Reds yep. needed. Yep. You leaned the Diamondbacks yesterday, and they got there. Is Bieber too much? You know, he's 5-6 and six with an ERA of 350. I know. He's 250? Touch high. That is, yeah. That's getting too too much respect uh, for me in that one. You know, the flip side, too, I think he goes uh, it, coming up in the next day or two. You have the Perez angle, 18-21 starts, been so good, and they've won 15 of his last 17. Sunday, Texas beat the Angels. That was Dunning. They have lost 11 of his last 12 starts and they have lost every road. That was the first road game they won when Dunning pitched on Sunday, of course. Oh, wow. Think about that, how bad the Rangers have been when Dunning goes, but they get up for all these games, and they've been great with Perez. 
Yeah, and uh, don't forget about this one. Freddie Peralta's making his return today for the Brewers. Yeah, they're $2. He's been out since May. Yeah. Um, they thought Five it was going to be longer than this. Okay. But I can't. Two ten. His yeah. first start? Eesh. Good high. Up next, Kevin Rogers will join us in studio from Vegas Insider. His thoughts and updated future numbers after the Major League Baseball trade deadline. Uh, football contest year uh, this year. Great trends for week one as well coming up. The Sports Betting Network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook serving up big wins with the new weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. Visit BetRivers.com or download the app every Wednesday. Get a 20% profit boost any tennis wager. You can even live stream your favorite tennis players right from the app. Heat up your summer with the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. It's a whole new game. I right, follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, Kevin Rogers joins us in studio here today with Vegas Insider. You've been in the broadcasting and gambling racket for a long, long time. It's good to have you in studio. How are you? Gentlemen, I am so thrilled to be here. I watch you guys every day on Nesson back at home, even though I'm in South Florida. I don't get you guys on another regional network, but watch you guys every morning and thrilled to be here. Thank you, sir. Great we appreciate you. it. Yeah. You're in town to sign up for a bunch of the football contests. We'll get into that coming up in about 15 minutes, but uh, as a guy who follows all these major sports, trends, angles uh, on a daily basis, uh, your takeaway on the Soto trade yesterday, the biggest splash obviously going to the Padres, I, I said this earlier, I grabbed the Padres 9-1, to one. I saw other books were still at like 5-1 to one or 6-1, to one, or they already had moved, so I saw one book at 9, I grabbed some. Mistake by me to grab that number, or do you think the Padres can really make a run here? I think they can. The National League, Mitch, is very interesting for a lot of reasons. One, look at all the teams they have to compete with. The Dodgers, you mentioned how what they're at 70 wins right now. The Mets now have DeGrom back, even though they had kind of a clunker last night. I still think Atlanta is flying under the radar. I think mm-hmm. Atlanta is a team that people are discounting a little bit because they didn't really make any big moves. But uh, when you look at what San Diego did, it's so funny how a few years ago, you guys were talking about how they were such a they were at the bottom of the barrel. They were not a team that anybody wanted to go to. Eric Hosmer was the first one that went there after the World Series. And you're kind of like, why would he go to San Diego? Then Manny Machado went there. All of a sudden, now it's a place to be. And they get Musgrove, they get you Darvish, and now all of a sudden with Soto. I got to give San Diego a lot of credit because they know the only way to compete with the Dodgers is you got to get that big star. Who knows if he's going to stay long-term. They got Josh Bell, which was also a good uh, pickup. But I think San Diego can make that run because they have a couple frontline guys. You can trust Musgrove. You can trust Darvish. You see if Blake Snell has anything left in the tank. But I got to give San Diego that. Put all the chips in the middle of the table, get rid of the prospects, and see how far you can go. Yes, and, and if, if they can't keep this together, what a trio. If you're going to have Tatis, Machado, and Soto for years to come. And I, I also like the fact that that's, a, that's the 27th market, and they're going for it. Look, the, you guys talk about how the um, these low-market teams, I'm in South Florida, so the Marlins, we know they don't sure. do anything. We know yeah. the Royals, they don't do anything. The Pirates don't do anything. But the Padres finally said, okay, we're going to do this. And Fernando Tatis hasn't even played this season, and the Padres yeah. are still playing as well as they have, and they'll just plug him in. So all of a sudden now, it's like you get Soto, Bell, and Tatis, in a sense, and you just hope that they, in a series, if they face the Dodgers at some point, we saw how in, in 2020 in Arlington, how they didn't play as well. But now with some more of the frontline pitching, 
that they can compete with them. If Soto can do what he does, then San Diego's got a shot to make a bit of a run here. Well, and by the way, as a kind of a refresher here, people need to be reminded of this, I think, of every single you know year as we approach the playoffs in baseball. There's a lot of parity when we get to the playoffs. It's not the Yankees haven't won it since 2009. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Dodgers don't win it every year. I got yep. news for you. The, the time they won it, it was during the pandemic. So now that the Padres made these moves, and they, they have a nice rotation. It's not the best, but let's say they're going to go against the, the Mets, right? And the Mets can't hit Musgrove on a certain night, like in game two, let's say. And it's DeGrom out there, and oh, there's a walk, and all of a sudden, oh, there's a two-run shot from Soto. Final score, 2 nothing or 3-1, something along. Like, that can happen. It happens almost every single year in this sport. Well, we saw it last year in the NLDS, the Braves and Brewers. You had a couple 2 nothing games. It's both guys were pitching well. I forgot it was, was it Morton and Woodruff in game one or whoever it was. Both guys going back and forth, back and forth. A two-run homer, that's it, done. And you mentioned DeGrom. We know DeGrom can be electric, give up one run, and his lineup does nothing for him, and they lose the game one nothing or 2-1. to one. And look, Dodgers got Scherzer last year. You thought that would put him over the top. No, they nope. lose in the NLCS. So all of this with both leagues, with the American League, uh, Yankees-Astros would be very interesting down the mm-hmm. stretch. But also, I wonder who that other team would be in the American League who could maybe push one of those teams out. I thought it was going to be the Blue Jays if they made a splash yesterday, which they really didn't do. As of right now, better team, Yankees or Astros? I got to side with the Astros only for this, that I trust Verlander a little more than Cole, even though Cole is still an elite pitcher. But Houston's taking care of New York, and you look at some yep. of the losses they've had this year to the Astros, guys. It's... It, they just haven't well excuse me let me rephrase that the losses that the Yankees or that the Astros had to the Yankees they're that close to owning the Yankees oh yes right yeah two comebacks yeah. they've shut them down offensively you mentioned where you're from in South Florida how about the NFL kind of burying that news the oh. news dump yep. what was going on yesterday we talked about this uh, this story was rarely reported on can you imagine if it would have happened though so Brady was going to retire and then come out of retirement once the Buccaneers found their new quarterback, and then he would have been the quarterback of the Dolphins with Peyton as the head coach. That was the plan, and it goes back, they were talking, so it was a bad relationship, at least from Brady's perspective, with what he how we felt about Arians, that they get the hit with the tampering and the sanctions with Ross and the taking away the draft pick. Well, a couple things, Paulie. Number one, we hear all these tampering things in the NBA and NFL. You never know how far these conversations go. And it's like uh-huh. with Brian Flores. How far did that conversation go with Brian Flores, Ross telling him to tank the games? Right. How far did that go? Was it a joke? Whatever. But we heard the rumors come out with Tom Brady in that role of being an executive, maybe like a Derek Jeter type, an executive, and all of a sudden, oh, now you're going to play quarterback because we know yeah. at 40-something years old, he could still be an elite quarterback in the NFL. And then Sean Payton still kind of hanging around. Give him Stephen Ross has got unlimited funds. He will do whatever he's got to do to make the Dolphins into a champion. And to go to that point and then for that to leak, I felt like there was some truth to it. But like you mentioned, you have the Deshaun Watson stuff and the Dolphins stuff. A lot of bad PR right now going on in the NFL. Yes, I, the whole thing, now it's a joke. It was a throwaway comment, $100,000 per loss. Yeah. But it's, so it, that's what the problem was. But now it's, oh, we'll just excuse it as tampering with what happened with the going back to Brady and the and the phone call. Well, that was the thing. Peyton yeah. and, and Brady had the same agent. Yeah, but, and I wonder, too, also with that, that Tom Brady, so he's with the Buccaneers. This whole thing, like the retirement was so confusing, too. I saw it on mm-hmm. Center the other day. Retired for 40 days and come back. That's a long vacation. That's not a retirement. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he... Uh, I wonder if that's him going to the Dolphins to say, you know what? Now I could face the Patriots twice a year. I could 
stick it back in Belichick's face, sure. yeah. and I could make the Dolphins <laughs> in because think about it, since Dan Marino retired in 2000, the Dolphins have had a list of quarterbacks. The best quarterback has been Chad Pennington. He went to the playoffs. He won the division yeah. back in 2008. And that was the year Tom Brady got hurt. So, of course, you know, Brady gets hurt. The Dolphins win the division. But they had so many guys they went through. They needed someone else. And Brady would have been, I mean, how do you pass on Brady? But, you know, unfortunately, it was a long shot anyway. Kevin Rogers, our guest, Vegas Insider. Follow him on Twitter. He's at VI Rogers. You do Dolphins pregame yes. uh, down in Miami. So, are they a playoff team this year? Would you bet on that? Would you bet their win total over? Your expectations for Tua are what? Tua's one of the most fascinating stories. Past LeBron going to the Heat, Tua is so fascinating in South Florida sports, guys, because number one, they said tank for Tua, tank for Tua. Uh He fell to five. He got hurt at Alabama. He fell to five. Burrow went to the Bengals, and all of a sudden, wow, Tua fell in their lap. No one talked about Justin Herbert going to the Dolphins. Like, let's not go there. Justin Herbert plays on the West Coast. He wasn't great as final year at Oregon. Then Herbert plays well with the Chargers. Tua's not great. Should have got Herbert. Come on. Tua was the guy all along, and now he has Tyreek Hill. Tyreek is talking very highly of him, yep. which is good, maybe a little too highly. I mean, you're comparing him to Mahomes, and Mahomes yep. went to the Super Bowl a few times. But as far as the early schedule, Mitch, they play the Patriots week one. They play the Ravens on the road week two. Week three, they get the Bills, who they've struggled with, and then they go to Cincinnati for a Thursday night game week four. That's brutal. You better hope you're not zero and four. You better hope you're two and two after that. I was going to say, like, what are yeah. your what what like in that area? What's the realistic expectation there? Is it to be two and two? Maybe three and to, one? You have to be two and two. And I'm looking at the schedule now. That what's funny is Tua has played well against the Patriots in his short career. That Belichick hasn't found a way mm-hmm. to beat uh, hasn't found a way to beat the Dolphins. Cincinnati, that could be a winnable game. I don't. I like the Bengals. I think. Them getting to the Super Bowl was a great story, but we all know the Raider game came down to the end. Tennessee maybe should have beat them. We know the Chiefs were up yeah. big on them, and they blew the shot in the, in the uh, Super Bowl against the Rams. But the Bengals game is winnable. Ravens game is going to be a bit tough. Buffalo, the problem with the Buffalo game last year was Tua got hurt in the first drive. So Tua was out, and you brought Jacoby Brissett in. That game was done. That that game was finished. They beat New England week one and then played Buffalo week two and got completely blown out. I think in the end, looking at that schedule, you get the Jets backloaded, you get the Texans, you get the Lions, you get the Bears. I think they get close to around, it probably gets around nine wins. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think so because there's a lot of winnable games. Cleveland's interesting because that's when Watson comes back. So, I mean, Watson will be back for a few games, but uh, got to get through the first four, two and two. So, what you're saying is you wouldn't bet on it? I'd stay away from it. Yeah. I really would because. After the first four, Jets you should win. Vikings you should win. I, I think that it's going to come around that number. First Bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code VEGAS1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. More with Kevin Rogers, Vegas Insider, coming up next. His plan for football contest this year, and he has a solid Week one trend with quarterbacks in their second year. Details on that coming up next.
there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. Here we go. Time for our in-pocket plays. Did have a winner yesterday. It was a very small bet on the Reds. Plus 120 to beat the Marlins. They got there. Uh, I did say on the show, careful with it because uh, who knows, they could trade like six guys today. They did trade some more players, but that was a winner today. I'm going to be, you can you can shop around and find a little bit better than what's on the board here with the Phillies, but pretty much the consensus is uh, Phillies plus 120. Give me, I found plus 126 here in town. Uh, I'll take Wheeler against Morton today at that number with Philly. Okay, I'm going to ride the Perez train, plus 140 on the run line against the Orioles. 
and I think they'll score some runs today. Uh, Texas, they won 15 of his last 17 starts, and the guy's been nails the whole year. Again, 18 of his 21 starts, he's allowed three earned runs or fewer. So I'll take Texas on the run line at home against the Orioles. Okay. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book claim 100% first deposit managed match bonus now with code 250 match. Learn more betrivers.com. Okay, we continue with Kevin Rogers in studio, Vegas Insider. You're in town. Uh, your buddy Joe Osborne, who's been on the show as well, in town as well, uh, signing up for various football contests across Las Vegas. Uh, what's your plan? Which ones are you signing up for? How do you plan to attack it this year? Joe is going to sign up for the Circa. I'm going to sign up for the Westgate. So we're going to kind of divide and conquer in a sense. Uh, I did the math on this one, guys, and and I don't know how accurate the math is, but you need to go now with the 18 game or the 18 week schedule, 11 games or 11 weeks, three wins or more. The other seven, at least four wins. So you go two and three, forget it, you're done. Now you go five and zero, oh, it could make up for something that's you know if you have a bad week. But if you go three and two week one, you could be okay. But if you go two and three, one and four, I think you're, I feel like you're cooked. Like you got to have every single week. You gotta go sixty five percent, even better than that. So well, that, that, that's well, that's the math yes. that yeah. eventually. Like, yeah. And to well, be in the money or have a chance to win it. To win it, I mean, shoot, you're gonna have to, I, to win it. Was what I said. Three wins every week for eleven weeks, and four wins or more for I think seven weeks. Which again, you're asked for seven, four, and one weeks. I mean, well, it also depends what con- you know because you mentioned which one you're in. You see how many people are going to enter and how popular the circa is, and then uh, it's, it's past the Westgate, and then the Westgate trying to what they're doing. It's very attractive, adding all those bonuses now with the one point one guaranteed with the midseason prizes. Yeah, and you got to hope too that you know you can go for a three week stretch and go. That's all you have to do, right? Fourteen and one. Well, you go thirteen off, and two. Well, yeah. Yeah. Have, th- have a good three week yeah. stretch. The thirteen yeah. and two is not crazy. No, you get no. a thirteen and two, you're in business there. Yeah. With all those right, days. and when they do that throughout the entire year like that, and then they add the six weeks. That's right. right for those contests, and then the two nine week contests on top of it. Like, what's more doable? Do you think to have one three week stretch where you go thirteen and two or fourteen and one? Or to rattle off 11, 3, and 2 weeks and then 7, 4, and 1 weeks. Like you, first, can get hot. First, you can get hot for three weeks. The first one, yeah. Yeah, three weeks. A, a three-week stretch to go 14, and 1, 13, and 2, something like that, I think you can do it. I think you go 4, and 1 for three straight mm. weeks if, if you get it right. I mean, look, think about it like this, guys. You have 16 games you're selecting week one. you got to pick a third of the games. You have five of the 16 games you got to select. So 11, you're throwing away. Yeah. Do you like five games? Yeah, and, th- and then, I mean, don't the bye weeks – when you have up to six teams on a bye, mm-hmm. and you're looking at like what is it, 13 games at that point? You got to do you got five best bets out of 13 games. Do you like the primetime games, or are you passing those? I don't like the idea of playing the Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Now at DraftKings, mm-hmm. you can play the Thursday night game and not have your other four picks in until Sunday at kickoff. Out here in Las Vegas, if you put in the Thursday night game, you got to have all other games included at the same time. So that's a game changer at that point. So is Joe pay- playing Survivor or just to pick them? Just to pick them, just the 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 five, just the the five. Okay, a week. Did you guys discuss Survivor at all? Was that an option? We're not doing the Survivor. I mean, I really haven't done that in, in, in a lot of, in a long time. So uh, that's just something. something you don't want to explore. Yeah. Okay. So give us this trend that you found week one in the NFL when it comes to what is it, second year quarterbacks? Yeah, I'm going to read this to you so I don't botch this up. Since 2018, second year starting quarterbacks as underdogs in week one, seven and four straight up, nine and two ATS. Now last year, Burrow beat the Vikings. Remember that in overtime. Yeah, Tua yeah. over the Patriots, Herbert over Washington. 
So all three were dogs. All three won outright. Now, this year, who are they? Trevor Lawrence at Washington. Zach Wilson against Baltimore. Mac Jones against the Dolphins. Justin Fields against San Francisco. Trey Lance is not included because he's a favorite. Okay. But and also, are... uh, Jalen Hurts not included because he's a favorite okay. at Detroit. Okay. Okay. So that would be the four that would make the list, though. All dogs, obviously. Nine and two. Uh, ATS going back to 2018. Yes. Okay. Yes. Have you bet all four already? I have not. I'm trying to decide on who it is. I can't think it's going to go 4-0. I got to believe two of the four will win at least. Okay. Well, okay. Good. Uh, yeah. How about some of these that move? You're going to get it. You wait on the Bears. Everyone's yeah. down on the Bears and everyone's high, even though it's Lance. People are big on the 49ers. You get a better number there. Also, I also think uh, Carolina will go off the favorite week one. What say you against Cleveland? And and I definitely think you'll see a ton of Bronco money Monday night going to Seattle. Wilson going back. Those two games, Paul, with the revenge angle, with you know, with Mayfield playing the Browns, yeah. Russell Wilson now going back to Seattle. You know, all you gotta have. Let's first start the Seattle Denver game. You just have to hope with Drew Locke. Just don't be terrible. Be okay. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. Speaking of Drew Locke, he was one of those quarterbacks, the Tennessee game on the Monday night that they blew a few years ago. They covered that one, second-year starting quarterback. So he was one of them. Oh, okay. Just be decent yeah. in that game. And Russell Wilson's got a lot of pressure on him. The one thing when you see a yeah. lot of these guys, Brady went to uh, Tampa Bay was great. Peyton went to Denver at the beginning was great. Stafford went to the Rams was pretty good, won a Super Bowl. That Russell Wilson, that's a lot of pressure on him right now. Going from Seattle where he wasn't good this past year, he had that finger injury. He was terrible on that Monday night against Washington. He was awful in that game. Now going back to his old home stadium, it's going to be loud. The 12th man, that's a tough one. But then going back to Cleveland, Carolina, you're going to assume, right, Baker starting. we got to assume that he's going to start yeah, against he can't over beat Darnold, Darnold, right? Yeah, come on. And also Matt Rule was saying, yeah. I'm not deciding the starting quarterback. Aren't you the coach? He's like, I'm going to let these guys do it. Aren't you the deciding factor? I think Carolina goes under their win total this year. I just have no faith in them. Oh, you have no faith in them at all? I have no, is it yeah. because you're anti-rule or because of who is actually at quarterback? Well, I'm a little anti-rule. Things that just haven't worked out well for him. 5-12 and 12 last year. The first two weeks are winnable. Cleveland, the Giants. No Watson and the Giants. But then, you know, obviously, you get AFC North in uh, – in interconference play, last two games against Tampa Bay and New Orleans on the road. And even if Tampa Bay locks up the South, mm-hmm. we know Brady still plays late in the season and wins. And this stretch here, guys, week three to week seven, New Orleans, Arizona, San Francisco at the Rams, Tampa Bay. Ooh. So that that's a So if you don't go one and one at least the first two weeks, yeah. you can be in a one and six hole out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah, that is rough. Oh, boy. I'll yeah, give, look I'll, at that stretch. Yep. Yeah, I'll give you two more. Everyone's, a lot of people are, are high on the Saints. And they caught a break with the Camara news, it appears, that that'll get pushed back. Everyone's down on Atlanta. Where, what's New Orleans laying week one? How high does that go? And then does ba- I think Baltimore goes off seven against the Jets. Well, the, people high on the Ravens. Well, the Jets are in that spot, Paul, with yep. the with uh, Zach Wilson. That's assuming you have to trust yep. Zach Wilson and the Jets against Lamar and the Ravens and Lamar. Uh, with him missing the last five games last year, all those close losses they had, you got to expect them to be better. That's a stay away. When you talk about which one do I like, out of the four, that's the one I least like is the Jets. I just I can't trust them. I really can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other game you mentioned, Paul, Saints Falcons. Saints Falcons. They closed the season last year. New Orleans won in Atlanta. Remember, they would have been in the playoffs if it wasn't for that Rams right. 49ers game. Yeah. Jameis didn't play in that game. He had the ACL tear. Now Jameis is back. Everyone is so down on Atlanta. If, if Atlanta gets somewhat decent quarterback play, maybe they have a shot. You still have a guy in Kyle Pitts who, who is an excellent player or an excellent weapon offensively, but 
there's pressure there, James. You have a new head coach in Dennis Allen. Like, mm-hmm. there's no more Peyton there. Like, things are going to be a little different sure. in New Orleans. No doubt. So, again, we mentioned you live in South Beach. Well, you live in South Florida. Yeah. Uh, you do the Dolphins pregame. You went to Florida State? Yes. Expectations this year, this year for the Seminoles? Six wins? Somewhere in that Five range. Wins. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's so funny how the state of Florida now, uh, you have a new head coach at Florida with uh, Billy Napier. You have a new head coach in Miami with Mario Cristobal. Yeah. There's huge expectation with the Hurricanes this sure. year. Are you buying it? And, and a little bit, yeah. yeah Van Dyke's yeah. a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, yeah I think Miami's going to – I think that they could finally get over the hump because the ACC is a little open, even past Clemson. But with Norvell, this has just been a bad run of coaches that I had faith in Willie Taggart. That yeah. Virginia Tech game on the Monday night, I was like, no, I'm done with this guy. <laughs> I was done with him week one. I was like, forget it. I'm, I'm finished with him. And that was a terrible stretch. And then they uh, they bring in Norvell, who was good at Memphis. He was all right. But you see this. You need a quarterback in college football. You're not going to win without a quarterback. And Florida State, for a long time, has just not had that star quarterback. It's been a while. I mean, you had Jameis. You had Winky. Not a lot in the middle there mm. with, uh, with FSU. I mean, you got Ponder and EJ Manuel, but... They're probably going to be in that six, seven win range. Hopefully, it's a little better. That LSU game is be very interesting. That opening, uh, or, well, second game they play Duquesne, they play LSU yeah. at the Superdome. And yeah, in New Orleans, yeah, that'd be a hell of a game to go to. Yes, Labor Day weekend. Uh, follow Kevin on Twitter. He's at Vi Rogers. Yep. Great stuff, man. Good to meet Appreciate you. In person. I'm so happy to be here. I'm going to watch you guys again when I get back home. Uh, love you guys, and uh, thanks for having me. Well, thank you. Good luck you in the it. contest. Yes, thank you. I'll year. split some of the money with you. Not Paul, maybe you. Okay, just me. That's very good. Okay, all right, <laughs> nice. Uh, thanks for checking in today. Uh, Tomorrow, back again, Paul Stone with two different conferences and Mike Palm in studio. Good luck tonight. Take the VEASAN experts with you anytime, anywhere with our full lineup of sports betting podcasts. Visit VEASAN.com slash podcasts to listen to every show on Daily Best Bets with Follow the Money, The Lombardi Line, A Numbers Game, and My Guys in the Desert. Plus, get insights and analysis directly fights and analysis directly fights and analysis directly fights and analysis. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, 
and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.